Recorded live. Welcome, everybody. It's another version of Off-Road Live, Monday, August 17th, Vegas Dorino Wrap, on the beach. With our friends, Hard Rock, Ram Trucks, Marlboro, Budweiser, Red Bull, and BajaSafari.com, the king of Baja. And the Baja crew, summer 2015, yeah, we're on the beach. After being in Nevada for the past week, and we were in the pool. In fact, we call that racing association over there now best in the pool. And you'll find out why. Stay tuned. We're doing our Vegas Torino desert off-road race wrap in this show. So stay tuned. It's up next. Today's presenting sponsor is Cabo500.com, the greatest escape in racing. Cabo500.com. get right to it. Off-Road Live. Your humble host, Monster Mike, after being in a nondescript white trailer with a large satellite dish on it for the last, well, let's put it this way, I was in there for, I think, 15, 16 hours straight for the uh, desert race. And uh, we know that you all appreciate it. All you have to do is go back in the archives and relive the race. We covered it live for you 
from the start line in Beatty. Beatty, Nevada, the garden spot of the Western Hemisphere. <clears throat> and we already did announce it, but uh, Best in the Pool is already... Uh, has already announced its upcoming 2016 schedule. Pass. Pahrump and Alamo. Nah. After uh, 10 years of uh, covering desert off-road racing media, we'll leave that to the hacks. But we do have big news coming out of Vegas Torino. We had some interesting comments uh, from a, a little talk earlier with uh, Cameron Steele and Matt Martelli that we know racers will find interesting. Now, of course, non-racers, you, you, you won't be able to decipher what they're saying, but it just basically means they need to be paid more money. They, they need more money. Racers need to give them more money to continue to race. Otherwise, you know what they're going to do to you? They're going to make you qualify to be able to race. And, of course, uh, higher and higher entry fees. So the Brain Trust over here at the the Baja Racing Club, Off-Road Live, Baja Racing News, Off-Road Live, we're going to come up with our own series and promote uh, that group of racing for 2016. Considering that Best in the Pool and Roger Delusional Norman wants to uh, mandate that you have to run their series and not anybody else's, of course, you know what desert racers do with a situation like that. A lot of desert racers just run to the hills. And it was kind of funny, even though this morning uh, in the talk, Cameron Steele and Matt Martelli pissed all over the Parker race. They peed all over that thing. I'm surprised it still works if it does. Apparently, Cameron doesn't like the uh, the format of racing uh, everybody all at once on a, a course that goes back and forth over each other. You know, crossing uh, crossing lines and all that kind of stuff. Well, that's why Off Road Live advocated peckers. big fucking peckers, peckers, yeah, peckers in Yakuda. Big fucking peckers. Big fucking peckers. Big fucking peckers. Big fucking peckers in your cooter. Is that all you got? Big fucking peckers in your fucking asshole. No, dude. You you gotta make a point somehow. Fucking in the asshole. You gotta make a point. You're a fucking faggot. You're a fucking faggot. No, dude, really. Come on, man. Try to make a point. All you you have is a couple of words, dude. All you're doing is putting words together. Big fucking peckers, Come on. Make a, try to make a point. Oh, too bad. Too bad. The guy just, uh, 
the guy just can't put two words together. <laughs> you know, he's like one of those rappers, it sounded like. <clears throat> he could break out, you know, uh, Dr. Seuss tune, but that's about it. That's as far as that brain will go. Woo! Yeah! You know what that means, right? Woohoo! You're listening to Off Road Live. That's right. So uh, let's get back to what we were talking about. The uh, Best in the Pool series is, uh, uh, you know, rabble rousing to get excited about it. Uh, Really difficult to get excited about Alamo and Pahrump. So. Kingofbaja.com will have a series next year that will be so much more fun and so much less expensive to run for 2016. And stay tuned for that because we're going to be talking about that uh, quite a bit starting uh, next week. The Kingofbaja.com racing series so we're looking forward to that Monster Mike the Baja crew we're on the beach and we welcome those uh, folks who you know either you do or you don't have anything to say hey call in give us a ring (laughs) yeah this is desert off-road racing you're listening to off Road Live. Well, next up, let's talk about the upcoming schedule in desert racing here in the West, in the big bad desert, and of course, we'll talk Vegas to Reno next. For the official Vegas Dorino race results, just go to Off Road Live, and it'll have all those race results posted up right there for you. You can read over those. But in today's show, we've already talked about Matt Martelli and Cameron Steele calling for lower race counts and higher entry fees. The quote, there are just too many racers at events now. 
So they're going to find ways to weed you all out. Welcome to Desert Racing. Pete Soren drives into a ditch, and then he admits he can't drive. We have photos. Go to BajaRacingNews.com. And then, of course, the race tracking collapse at the best-in-the-pool Vegas Torino. Many racers never even received a tracker at the green flag. They had no tracker. And the story now, McNeil Racing's built Class 7S 7100 takes first place at Vegas Torino. We uh, had a pre-show interview earlier today with King of Baja, Perry McNeil. Let's listen to that interview now. This is uh, an interview, a pre-show interview that we'll do with Perry McNeil. And uh, Perry, welcome to the show. Thank you, Mike. Well, let's see. It's... uh, Monday, August the 17th, uh, just a couple of days after the Vegas Torino. We can do kind of a Vegas Torino wrap, uh, and in particular, uh, a McNeil Racing uh, spotlight uh, on the uh, number 7147. They came in overall 101st and uh, 16 hours, 22 minutes. And that's uh, Justin Park, uh, James O'Shea, and Don Allman. And they have listed their sponsors as Baja Olive, West Coast Equity Group, uh, Camberg, Bilstein, Maxima, Deaver, Osiris, Baja Designs, ORW, Baja Pits, uh, Tread 4x4, Sinart, Nixon, General Tire, Yukon. Um and they took first place. We've we've confirmed that this morning that they did take first place in their class. And uh, we want to put a spotlight on them because uh, you uh, you built the truck. Uh, yeah, it was an already it was an already race truck at one time, and then the um, with all the new rules and regulations for this year. Last year we totally went through actually part of last year and part of this year, but. Uh, we went through it. It was a four-cylinder, and we put a V6 in it, and it was a stick shift, and we made it automatic, and it had, I don't know, six inches of wheel travel up front, and now it's got, like, 14 or 15, something like that, but it's got a Camberg uh, front suspension in it. It's got, uh, it had a 8.8 differential, and we put a uh, Ford 9-inch, and just, it was just it's pretty much a brand-new, it's a remodel, but it's almost, then we had to change all the suspension around stuff to, for, to uh, accept all the new stuff, and also it had new bumpers, new all new fiberglass. So pretty much about the only thing we didn't really get into a whole lot was was the inside the the, the uh, cab because everything else is all done. But anyway, it's um and it's I'm I'm like elated that he was able to go out on a first time run like that and be able to uh, to pull it off, you know, because it's you know you always have a new car woes, and this is pretty much a new car, so you always have something that doesn't. Uh, Work just right. It seems like on, on your first time out, you know. But uh, well, tell me, uh, hey, t- hey, Perry, tell our audience what class it ran in before you built it. Uh, it was the class of an S uh, with with A arms, and so it, it's just never just never had enough wheel travel to 
to do much. But the factory arms are just so weak, and, and the and the factory power steering rack and stuff like that, the rack and pinions are so weak that it just uh, he carries at least one rack, maybe two, at least one rack on the vehicle, and a couple of spares at all times because they're they're so uh, they're just not made for 35 or 37 inch tires, you know. So, but it's uh, I mean, you know, Justin's been out there trying for a long time, and finally pulled pulled a big race off. He's always just figuring well, something about a four banger. You know, I'm not expected to win and stuff like that. So it's for him to pull it off on a first race like that's so awesome. So the class is uh, uh, it, so it started running 7100. Yeah, seven seven S. I guess I don't know what seven S. Oh, okay. Seven S with the. With leaf springs and uh, everything had to be stocked before stock spindles, stock arms, stock uh, rack and pinion, and leaf springs and so on and so forth. But uh, now, how does this how does this fit with uh, now? That's that's a best in the desert racing association class. Does that match up with uh, the same uh, score international class? I don't know. If, if score is is opened up their rules and regulations as much as the uh, best of the desert has because I, I know the. Uh, they had some uh, differences in, in some of their classes. They, they really need to get their, their heads together. Uh, I don't know if that maybe now that Roger Norman is in there, that maybe he can uh, coincide with, with Best of Desert, but I think they're, they're kind of clashing. Also, at, at times, you know, so it's, uh, they, they, re- they really need to get together so that one vehicle can race either either one or two or three series or something, because uh, they, I don't know, in the past they were different. And uh, I used to race. Uh, I used to have a class seven. And my, my my kids raced, and I raced a class seven. And and um, they were always fighting the the motors and the suspension and stuff, you know, because the night beam has more travel than the arm does, and then and and the night beam is stronger than the arm, and just and the motors were a big deal. The motors for a, a spell, you know. So I'm not even real sure what they what they come down to now as far as. Uh, uh, is racing, but uh, now the, the, the truck that I built for for Just Parks, I mean, it, it's it's a race truck, you know. Whereas before it wasn't. Uh, it just I just didn't feel like you could, you could even get up and go fast without worrying about ending the truck or breaking a spindle or breaking a arm or something. Now it's got it's got chromoly arms and a better uh, rack and pinion and, and a better differential and, and uh, it's all the way around. It's just a lot lot, lot better. It's, it's twice the truck it was a year ago, you know. So when did Best in the Desert uh, make these changes? Uh, I think just for this year, because um, that that was, uh, or at least maybe he just decided to race, but I, I've been caught up, I got a race with 7S, I just did whatever he, you know, more or less did whatever he wanted me to do to the track and, and followed his his uh, specifications, you know, but uh, I don't know if they, they actually changed last year, and for this year, to throw in this year, it's a new, New rules and regulations, you know, but it's it's it, now it feels like it's a race track. Before it just felt like, hey, let's see if let's see if it's a survival of the fittest. See if you can get to the finish line without breaking a spindle. You break a spindle, you're upside down right now. Too. So you break a spindle, the brakes go with that spindle, and so you have no brakes. So you just kind of tuck and tuck your your head between your legs and and like you're doing the airplane and and wish for the best, you know, because you have no brakes, you don't have no steering, you have no nothing. So it's just uh, so they let them step up to play, put bigger spindles and and, uh, and uh, better A-arms and so on and so forth. So it's, it's, it's like a real racetrack now. Well, well, when you're driving it and, um, uh, you know, you're hitting the course hard, how, does, uh, how do those changes, how does it feel 
compared to uh, other racing vehicles in that class? Um, it's it, it, yeah, that. That truck now, I think, is is that well. It, it just proved itself that it's. I, mean, you know, I think you. Somebody said he won like like by six hours. You know, I haven't talked to Justin yet. You know, but um, he won. Well, the like list. Hours, the, so. Yeah, the the um, it's listed as sixteen hours twenty two minutes. Uh huh. So, but somebody said he won like 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 by four or five or six hours something like that. Way, oh, okay, way over there. over second place. They're over second place, yeah. Okay. So that says a lot for the truck, you know, how, how well it probably handles now. I'm, I'm sure that it was, once again, maybe the survival series, maybe the other guys haven't stepped up to plate and done what we what we did to his truck. You know, that took a lot of money. It took a lot of, it's almost like a brand new truck, you know, because we had swapped out motor and transmission differential and leaf springs and all the front suspension and the shocks. And it's a brand new truck pretty much, you know, so maybe hey, his truck hey, is Perry. much better now. Yeah, hey, Perry, here it is. Uh, the nearest 7100 or 7S uh, was 7196. He finished 20 hours, 52 minutes. Mm-hmm. 36 is like four or five hours, right? Right. Yeah, so like I said, I don't know if it's probably just a, like I said, that, that, that class I've always kind of figured is the survival of the fitness, just to just, see if you can. Like the finish line, forget about winning, just get the finish line, you might win, you know. But, uh, so it's, uh, like I said, I don't know if he's got much faster than the other trucks, or it's just uh, every had problems, and he did. It's like the thousand line. I finished the thousand this last year at midnight, and the second place came in at noon the next day, 11 hours later, you know. So, and it's, it's, it makes for a, a dull race. It's, it's so fun when you're out there competing with somebody and swapping first, second, second, third, or something, you know, fighting somebody. But, it's such a it becomes such a boring race, and you have to uh, just get to the finish line, which I'm sure that's what he had to do. The probably last four, five, or six, or eight hours, he just, mm-hmm. just get to the finish line to win the race, you know, because there's no competition at all with him. So I said, I don't know what the stories are on, on second, third, fourth, and fifth place. Did they have a no? Those are the only hit? those are the only two that finished, Perry. Oh, okay. So I'm just saying, what, what happened to the rest of the trucks? Did they? Because they had a good field. There's quite a few trucks in the field when they when they started. I understand. So I don't know what happened to the other the other trucks. Do they get stuck or do they break? Do they just you know, just out of the race or whatever you know? So yeah. I haven't talked to Justin to see what how much competition he actually had from the from the get go. Right. Well, then let let's talk about that. If a, uh, if someone wants to uh, race, if they're they're interested in getting into racing, they need to give you a call. They need to give you some specs, and and you can get them into racing no matter what class it is. Yeah, we no, I raced class one for probably fifteen years, then I went to class seven. I mean class eight for another oh, probably eight years, ten years, something like that. I don't know how many years it was. And then I went to class seven and I've been there for good many years now. They have been racing for big attack field. So then we've we've built uh built all, all my own race cars and stuff so throughout the years, so and we we built a couple of race cars a year to the shop and Tons of pre-runner stuff, you know. But uh, yeah, we're well. Well, Perry, let's talk about that. How do people get a hold of you? What's your phone number? Uh, business line is six one nine four six three one three six one. Is the business line for McNeil Racing? And uh, uh, what's the what's your website? Website is McNeilRacingInc.com. 
Silicon Gomez, any cell vehicles we built, we, we our, our main line pretty much anymore is is, uh, is fiberglass. We just we have fiberglass for almost any truck that's out there, except for the Studebaker. <laughs> we 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 have fiberglass to to convert older vehicles to do, to newer vehicles. And like the Toyota Tundras, we can make your your older Tundra 2015 or the Subaru we make them 2015 now, or your all your your um, your F-150s are the same way we can convert them to 2015s, but uh, if you want to convert it, or, uh, or the same year, either one, whichever, whichever you like the best. Well, uh, Perry, thank you very much for calling in today to uh, Off-Road Live. Uh, we do want to mention that, listen, if you're out there, you want to race, you're interested in getting a nice truck, uh, get a hold of uh, Perry McNeil in the San Diego area. Uh, you cannot go wrong. Uh, and, again, uh, Perry McNeil, uh uh, King of Baja, we greatly appreciate uh, uh, your participation, uh, of course, in our show, and of, uh, we want to tip our hat to you to uh, uh, all of the uh, contributions that you've made to off Desert Off-Road Racing over the years, and look forward to having you on uh, the next show really quick. Uh, Perry McNeil, thanks so much for being on. Thank you very much for the opportunity of being on your show. It's a pleasure. Thank you very much. You bet. Thank you, Perry. Hey, you guys listen, take care. Have a good week, and we'll give you a call next week. Sounds good. Thank you, Mike. Th- thank you, sir. Bye-bye. 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 Well, there you have it, Class 7100 champ, Perry McNeil's vehicle, Baja Olive Guys, pulled it off at Vegas Torino this past weekend. They took first place in the class at Vegas Torino. We'll go over some of the race results for Vegas Torino a little bit later, but we do want to mention, upcoming this October, the Cabo 500 the greatest escape in racing. October 7th through the 19th. Get a hold of those folks at Cabo500.com. for some of those desert off-road racing results from the Vegas to Reno 2015. Let's wrap it up in a nice little package here. Jason Voss crushed the Vegas to Reno desert off-road race, the longest off-road race in the continental United States this year. In typical August Nevada weather in the vast western Great Basin Desert, the 2015 Vegas to Reno desert off-road racing event went off Friday and Saturday, August 14th and 15th, 
Well, with so many technological snafus, many racers were left wanting for recovery. In the middle of nowhere, in the middle of the night, and nobody knew where they were. They didn't have a tracker on their rig. The lack of tracking units for the desert racers proved again the best in the Desert Racing Association is in a free fall from race tracking failures. Numerous racers left the start line without tracking units. Many more had units that failed to work properly. But in the race, Jason Voss caught up with a broken down Bryce Menzies, who was fixing his steering rack, and past B.J. Baldwin, who was in the physical lead going into pit five, but Baldwin's flat tire let Voss fly to victory late in the day at the finish line in Dayton, Nevada. Jason Voss was 30 minutes ahead of his nearest competition. He crushed it. Let's take a look at the top finishers for this desert off-road race. Vegas Torino is all covered live right here on Off-Road Live. Now, unofficially, these are the uh, uh, cars and trucks and UTVs that, that finished. But we understand that uh, B.J. Baldwin screened through one of the pits as well as another trick truck, and they'll be penalized. But that's what we heard, you know, over the race radio relay. So we're not, we're not really quite sure that that's going to actually happen, you know, that there's actually going to be a, a penalty that will come down on that. But that's what we understand. We understand that uh, screaming through one of the pits, B.J. Baldwin, uh, may be penalized uh, from his finishing position. So let's take a look at those uh, finishing positions in the Vegas Arena, desert off-road race. First across the line, Jason Voss of Cupertino, California. Second, Luke McMillan of El Cajon, California. Luke's holding up uh, the name really well. Third across the line, B.J. Baldwin. And as mentioned, he may be penalized from that position. Fourth, Eduardo Laguna of Mexicali, Baja, California. Fifth, Tim Herbst. Good to see uh, the Herbst back, back on top. In sixth, Rob McCacharin. And Steve Serapis. In seventh, Troy Herbst. In eighth, Steve Olegis of Las Vegas, Nevada. And ninth across the line, Justin Lofton of Calipatria, California. Code dogging for Justin is John Armas of Lakeside, California. Tenth across the line, Dan McMillan of La Mesa, California. 11th, Tracy Groff of Red Deer, Canada. 12th, John Walker. 13th, Scott Bailey. 14th, Cameron Steele. You know, the guy who wants to raise your entry fees and then uh, uh, not allow about half the field to even race. Yeah, that guy. 15th, Jason Ruane of Lancaster, California, across the line. 16th, Cody Parkhouse and the Parkhouse Gang. 17th, Ryan Pullman, Provo, Utah. 18th, Taylor Mills. 19th, Adam Householder. 20th, Scott Whipple. 21st, Justin Davis. 
22nd, Brett Serapis, 23rd, Justin Matney, 24th, Ken Loesch. And rounding out the top 25, Tony Smiley of Buckeye, Arizona. If you're looking for all of the race results from this weekend's Vegas Torino, go to Off-Road Live. Or you can go to the Best in the Pool Racing Association. They'll have it up there some at some point. Remember the old days? When uh, they wouldn't have race results up for a week. In fact, many of the details, if uh, you weren't on the uh, special list, you didn't even get it mailed to you. The best in the pool, Racing Association, Vegas Torino, is a wrap. 2015, it was a very interesting event. Unfortunately, the race tracking, uh, glaring, glaring now, obvious screw-up is making international racing consultants the laughingstock of desert racing. This is Monster Mike, Off-Road Live, and the Baja Crew. We're on the beach. It's summer 2015. Tune in next week, where we'll be live in Baja, Mexico. A special show. Tune in next Monday. Until then, this is Monster Mike signing off and wishing everybody a great week with our friends, Ram Trucks, Hard Rock, Marlboro, Budweiser, Red Bull, and BajaSafari.com, the king of Baja. Be sure to take a look at the greatest escape in racing. The Cabo 500, this October. Again, folks, for our fans all around the world, all throughout the interweb, thanks very much for tuning in. We'll see you next week. p.m. West, 7 East. Listen in to ESPN, Fox Sports 1, and Off-Road Live for all your racing headlines.